1: guys jolie here because of the holidays there won't be new episodes of ask a clean person the podcast during the last two weeks of december i'll return with a new episode episode 100 on january 9th speaking of things that are happening in january i want to remind you guys that i'm doing my first live show in new york on january 11th you can buy tickets by going to ask a clean person podcast live com that's ask a clean person podcast live, all one word, dot that dot com. I hope lots and lots of you will come. You can also email me if you need the link, because I know that that's a lot to remember. Um, I'm going to say it one more time for you guys it's ask a clean person podcast live dot, that dot com. Uh, While I'm busy planning the live show, I've picked out two episodes from my archives that I think you will enjoy revisiting. The first features friend of the show, Jaya Saxe, and of course you guys remember Jaya, my favorite witch, um, talking all about the scariest stuff on earth, turmeric. And the second, as we roll towards my 100th episode, is the very first show I recorded when my friend and former editor at The All and current New York Times Styles editor, Corey Sika, joined me to talk all about hair and the ungodly messes it makes. I hope you guys enjoy the stroll down clean person memory lane, and I want to wish you all a very merry and bright holiday season. Thank you so much for helping to make this year so special for me, and here's to a very clean new year. Catch you all in January. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times best-selling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on deadspin.com. And today my guest is Corey Sika. Corey is a writer of sorts, as he very modestly describes himself, in New York City and the co-proprietor of the all. And today we are going to be talking about hairy situations, both human and feline. Welcome, Corey.
2: Oh my God. Thanks for having me. Thanks this is amazing. For coming. Hairy situations.
1: Hairy situations. So you have a lot to say about hair, probably more about human hair than you do even about cat hair, but we're going to start with cat hair. Because in addition to being a writer of sorts, Corey is also a noted cat person. You have how many cats now, Corey?
0: I
2: have fourteen cats. No, you Joel. don't. Oh, I don't. I have uh, two cats live inside my house. Okay, two feline uh, companion animals. And you,
1: and you have you have low pile cats.
2: I do. I have uh, American uh, domestic short hairs. Okay,
1: I like low um, pile.
2: Yeah, one is a smallish tabby who does uh, is is relatively uh not so hairy but the other one is almost 20 pounds of cat so despite the fact that he has a short hair he just has so much body that he also has more hair there's
1: volume volume there's volume they also
2: drop a lot of whiskers which is weird i don't quite know what that's about
1: oh do you you collect those to do magic
2: save the whiskers oh good witchily
1: okay good because if you didn't i would be very very upset with you uh, we'll that's fair we'll do some magic later tonight (laughs) um but but first let's talk about let's talk about hair removing magic so i as you know uh get a lot of questions about cleaning up after cats of all kinds of cat messes hair is probably the biggest one then the hair balls um and then cats do that charming thing where when they get mad at you they pee on your stuff as a form of protest Which I have to say, so I yes, Uh, I have to say. I first of all, I have to give kind of my my standard cat disclaimer here because I take a lot of guff and grief from the cat people for giving them guff and grief. But what I always want to tell cat people is, first of all, I tease because I love, Um, and I love that how much cat owners love their cats. I really like genuinely do love that. Um, and so I don't hate your cats. I just, I tease because I love, and it's, it's partly my job to bring a little humor and cats are pretty freaking funny when you think about them. First of all, if you had a friend who came into your home and barfed on your floor and peed in your bed, not only would you not let that friend back in your house, you probably just wouldn't be friends with that person anymore. Correct. But your cat, you like let back in your bed after all that, which is hilarious Cats win. Yeah,
2: there is definitely a thing uh, where an animal gets in a pile of sand and takes a big dump and then crawls into bed with you, which is literally like, why is this a thing that is allowed to happen?
1: It's a little crazy, and you You know, know. kudos to the cats.
2: No, they won. (laughs)
1: They for that arrangement.
2: Uh, I mean, I will say cats are a little bit like dogs in that they do like to have a job, a lot of them, which is a funny thing people don't think about cats. So, oh. I mean, my cats. What
1: cat? Do, do your cats <laughs> blog for you on my your ca- blog network?
2: <laughs> <laughs> my cats like to do a little light typing. The, um... No, they like to protect the house. They actually do, um, they're protecting it from another cat outside right now, but they also protect it from bugs. They patrol the perimeter. Like, they're actually doing really good. Um, they they like to work and then they like, they literally turn to me like a St. Bernard or a German Shepherd and are like, look what I'm doing. And then I'm like, yes, here's a snack. And they're like, do, 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 do. So I, I mean, an active cat definitely, um, helps demolish some of these terrible stereotypes about cats, which are not
1: inaccurate. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So they're, they're great. They're also a little evil, which I love about them, too. Very evil. They're very yes. evil. I love that, though. I mean, I genuinely admire cats, and I'm cat-like. I think, Corey, you're very cat-like, too. Oh, sure. I think we're, both pretty, I'm,
2: we're devious. We're,
1: yeah. Oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay, but today Amazing. we, we want to talk specifically about the cat hair. Yes. Um, which is, you know, I will say of all the things that cats do, the hair part is not deliberate. Like, they can't, mm-hmm. they actually can't help that. They can help you know peeing on your bed.
2: Yes, and no cat should be allowed to pee anywhere they're not supposed to. Yes.
1: Right. But yes. they ju- but they do. No,
2: they do not if they are taken care of properly. Well, and they right. need to be beaten or stepped. Be no, here, I'm no kidding. Glory. don't ever beat a cat. Glory. I don't put me in jail. No. <laughs> but you cannot tolerate bad behavior from cats. I mean, you have to really you can train cats. Tra- yeah. Cats can be taken care of. But let's return to hair before yeah. I go on my high horse about cat training.
1: Yeah. We'll talk cat training another time. Okay, so I want to hear mm-hmm. um I want to hear your basic hair coping strategies and then i want to ask you to read Mm -hmm. a question from one of my ask a clean person readers and you and i are going to talk about what this what this poor lady is going to do about her home
2: you always get the best questions
1: i get the i do i get the best questions i really although i will say so uh, you know corey is very modest in asking me to describe him as a writer of sorts corey is way more than a writer of sorts he's Uh, published a book and he has uh, created with uh, his business partner a a network of four blogs um, and one of them, The Hairpin, which is their, ostensibly their women's media site, um, but just more of a quirky, great place, um, is where Ask a Clean Person originated. So Corey has has a deep, deep Understanding of the genesis of Ask a Clean Person and what my life is like as a clean person doing this job. It's true, she's
2: crazy and filthy. Don't, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Kidding. No, I'm no not. she's That's the, how she actually literally is the cleanest person around. It's horrified. I'm pretty clean. It's, it's and great. are also a very good tester of methods. You're very scientific about cleanliness, which I appreciate.
1: Thank you. Yeah. No,
2: That's people famous. don't understand that you actually, you're sort of a uh, cook's kitchen of cleanliness. You a know little I mean? bit. Yeah. A test, little bit. A little test kitcheny.
1: Yeah. I try to be. Yeah, yeah, I you're try smart. to be. Okay. So let's talk test kitchen on uh, hair, oh, yeah. cat hair removal. So-
2: I'm almost all my cats have been rescues, uh, including my current cats. And uh, one thing. Yeah, go save a cat today. Go save a cat. Uh, Yes, no reason to. Don't buy an animal. The uh, one thing is that it's really important about hair and hair removal is that it actually starts with diet. Uh, if you feed your cats very well, their coat is significantly different. Both my cats, when we got them, they were like bristle brushes. They were like you know weird shoe polish brushes when we got them from the shelter. <laughs> That's
1: exactly what I was picturing. Oh, they're just the disgusting. The hedgehog.
2: Oh yeah, no, they were like you're like mm, cardboard cat. Um, we feed them really great carnivore food, basically. Okay. Uh, do you
1: do you cook for them? I
2: do not at okay. this time cook for the cats. Okay. Don't I start. Actually, would be willing. No, I'm willing to. I cooked for my last cat when he was very old. Who you knew? My cat cat. cat,
1: cat the cat. Um, he, That's He fine. actually his
2: last couple years he had homemade food every day he Um, had the pumpkin and he lived till he was like a thousand years old because of that Um, but these cats get Raruva, which is just a fine decent food I would like actually something that's a little better we feel a little weird sometimes when we're like oh the oceans are being emptied of fish for my cat (laughs) it's like really super decadent and weird I gotta admit on some level but
1: it's good for them
2: but their coats are incredibly silky and soft and also it helps with their shedding it helps with their digestion they almost never vomit they've never had a hairball they can clean okay, themselves. This is,
1: this is the best part of this whole podcast. Right. I actually didn't ever realize, because I'm obviously not a cat owner, I didn't realize how much diet had to do, particularly with a hairball situation. Because I oh, do hear, I mean, hairball. When Whoa. I see the word hairball come into my inbox, Whoa. I'm like, oh, honey, oh, no. Death. Yeah.
2: No, it's disgusting. I mean, our cats vomit like twice a year, maybe. And I know cats who throw up like every day in the real world. Our cats like almost never throw up. And it's only because one of them is a frat boy and likes to gulp his food. Um, But they don't. So they don't choke on hair. They're not having to communicate hairballs. They they crap a lot. Can I say (laughs) that?
1: (laughs) Yes, you can.
2: Like, I mean, the frat boy cat, it's literally like it's pretty bad. But that's because they're eating healthy. But they're eating
1: good food. food. Yeah, Yeah, they're eating
2: vegetables and meats. Yeah,
1: I, you know, I you can absolutely talk about crap. Last week in my deadspin column, I I, someone asked about leaving skid marks on the toilet, and I was like, okay, well, first of all, get more fiber. Yes. So yeah, I talk about crap all the time. That's... Start,
2: it always comes, it starts with diet. These things <laughs> it always does. It always does.
1: Okay. So in terms of when they do shed, yes. What do you? Are you a, a furminator? Are you a love glover? Are you? That sounds. Really I would perfect. love to have a love glover. <laughs> you know, we've
2: always only had furminators, which I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of.
1: How often do you ferminate?
2: This is a weekly occurrence in okay. the house. So, and sometimes a little bit more, but it's about it's usually weekly, especially in spring and fall. I feel like um, we actually are lucky enough to have a backyard that they go into which is crazy oh, that is for now I mean they you know they won't forever but the um so we they'll, they'll run they go out there every day except in bird uh nesting season which is now
1: oh that's kind of you
2: (laughs) it's sort of dark and scary to be careful out there uh so and and they they love it i mean like most cats yeah they do love it they just like they're like oh get it that side that side yeah Yeah. and they'll jump up on their little box and it's it's ridiculous so they love being brushed they know we're helping them you know do the job they're going to have to do with Mm -hmm. their face
1: yeah okay (laughs) so So they're down okay so that's, that's good. I think this is a good time to ask you to read our question. Let's see this um, We question. have someone who oh, is in yeah. like... And I, I I love this question for, for two reasons. The first is that the, the way that it's written is, uh, is very elegant and funny, and I love that. And also, I think that it's um, something that Corey in particular can speak to because it involves a multiple cat situation. So with Multicats. that... Multi-cat. With that, I'm going to have you do a dramatic reading of our... Today's ask a clean person question.
2: And this is this is from uh, your pal Rachel, a reader named Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Dear Jolie, I have a cat. I used to have four cats of various acquire, and I've managed to whittle that number down to one by returning cats that I was cat sitting indefinitely to their original owners. Well, I, I know I, ha- I have questions I, too. I, I, I'm like a parenthesis. <laughs> I must stop here. Yeah, no, it's intense. Like. This is a very interesting person, first of all. Yes. Who I admire already.
1: I knew. I knew you would.
2: Okay. Rachel continues. What I haven't been able to get rid of is the hair. My current kitty is a shedder, even though he's a short hair and my apartment is covered with it. I could put my clothes on at my front door and still have cat hair head to toe. For the last few months, sixteens a few, right? It's just been me, but now I'm getting back out there vis a vis men, and I'm hesitant to bring home a guy to my fur decorated pad. How do I get all this cat hair out of my furniture, blankets, carpets, and clothes?
1: <gasps> I know. It's everything. So I'm picturing I'm picturing like a home that looks like like the abominable snowman, like just, just completely, just completely covered. So here's, yes. here's, I, I want, I'm gonna say what I think she should do, do, and I want you to tell me one how I did, and then two what you would add to this regimen. So the, the first thing is, I think she just needs to do a super deep clean of the home. I think that um, she's got to take a weekend, it may even be two weekends, and just really go ape on the home. Um, and and generally speaking, when you're doing any kind of home big home cleaning, and especially this is true of cat hair, you want to work from the top down. So if you were to vacuum your floors first and then try to defur the couch, all that fur from the couch is then going to land on the floors, and you're just going to be vacuuming the floor second. So work top down. Um, I think she's just got to go room by room with a combination of um, microfiber dusting cloths for hard surfaces um, and, a, and a vacuum with probably a hose attachment. I think that I think the brush attachment is going to be no good in this situation because the cat hair is just going to get stuck in the brush attachment bristles. Whereas a hose attachment will just suck that hair right up. Um, and probably a crevice tool. Um, yeah, use. Here's another thing. Just general life advice, guys. Use your vacuum attachments. I know it's kind of a pain to have to get them out and switch, blah, 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 but they're great. Like I've I've recently really started um using my vacuum attachments more even more regularly than I did, and I love them. So use your vacuum attachments. Um so that's that would be sort of the first line of defense. When it comes to things like your blankets, your upholstered furniture, um, the love glove, <laughs> which <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, The love glove can actually be used not only on your pet's but on your your furniture, and just, you could love glove yourself. Oh, you, oh dear! I, I yeah. You come on. You've read my stuff long enough. You knew we were going to go there. Um. So, but yeah, you can use those mitts on your your upholstered couch and so on and so forth. But I think that's the way that she's got to go. And then last, um. You know, the clothes clothes either needs to be laundered or just intensely lint rolled. And before we went on the air, you were telling me that you are just like a lint roll monster. That you have like several hundred lint rollers on your person at all times and that's why you don't have cat hair on you.
2: Yeah, that's one of the reasons. I mean, I, I definitely, I don't want Rachel to feel like she's alone. Like this is a this is cat hair and cat oh, so owners normal. is like a thing. Yeah, that's so right. Normal. So I don't, I don't, I want her to think like, what am I doing so horribly wrong that I have cat hair on me? You have a cat.
1: You have a cat. Which is what you've done wrong.
2: Yeah, your first mistake was, <laughs> was letting it add a Yeah, it. no, no,
1: no. This is normal. And <laughs> the, the thing is, that's it. why I think she needs to do mm-hmm. this kind of like major triage. Yeah. And then I think she needs to adopt some regular habits. Yes. Uh, you know, fermenting the cat once a week, changing the diet, as you suggested, I think is a great thing. That can keep her home relatively hair free. Or, you know, a half hour cleaning once a week is enough to kind of keep the hair at bay.
2: You know, uh, Does that sound right. That's your, I think you're, you're essentially right on. I, I, I agree. One of the things I think, uh, and you have definite opinions on this too, and I, there's definitely different qualities of vacuum cleaners. Oh, yeah. Um, which becomes a huge component of how you live with an animal. We have, am I allowed to talk about brands? Yeah, sure, go for it. Uh, we have a Miele vacuum cleaner that's very good and has an incredible attachment for rugs. And without that, the matted hair into the rug would be a disaster. And using the different tools for different parts of the house is like a huge component of keeping the house cat hair free. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly.
1: What's the attachment that you use on the rug? Is a it like one, a super one.
2: It's got like the whizzy super suction thingy and like a little whiskers and it, it's crazy. And it goes okay. re- <laughs> it's like insane. The cats are like now used to it, but first they were like, what's the monster? <laughs>
1: i feel um, that way about it
2: it's great but honestly it's like well that rug is getting a workout and there's not and i'll say what day is today today we're recording this on a, a wednesday can yes. i say that yes you can. the house gets cleaned on fridays and it's wednesday and as i woke up this morning i saw there was already a layer of like human and animal dander like across the bureau in the bedroom like yeah. there's two dudes and two cats in this house it was cleaned five days ago there's a thin veneer of dirt made of hair and dander and probably pollen at this yep. time of year like inside my house and like that is a clean house and this this is yeah, how long it yeah it just happens that's now? that's
1: that's life there's hair um, everywhere there, there's
2: hair in the bed there's hair in my clothes there's hair on my body absolutely. you know it's gross
1: yeah hair everywhere um this is a great time for us to take a little break mm-hmm. because when we come back we are going to be talking about hair from the human body Ooh. which I think is actually going to be the grosser part of our discussion, Corey. I think you're right. So we will be back in just a minute with Corey Sika, co-proprietor of the All Network.
2: All the music on this show provided courtesy of RecTech. That's SoundCloud.com slash RecTech. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care, cleaning expert, and I am here today with Corey Sika, co-proprietor of the All Network, and we have just finished up a rousing discussion of cat hair, which means it's time to move into an even more rousing discussion of human hair. I am a monster mm. about having human hair in the home, on the floor. It drives me crazy. I vacuum Corey every day oh I'm wow a nut. is it at a night a, or
2: in the morning
1: um that a day? So, little, little break sometimes twice a day
2: okay fair listen sometimes we all have our things yeah.
1: so um when we were preparing for this show Corey mentioned to me that he is the de facto cleaning lady in his office he has uh he's the owner of a small business and you have what, twelve
2: employees. Now? There's like twelve people who work in the office, give or take maybe sometimes okay. ten. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and so they've moved re- somewhat recently into a, a new office space that's big enough for the twelve of them to be in. And Corey has taken on the role of office housekeeper. And one thing that he mentioned specifically to me was the amount of hair <laughs> that <laughs> his coworkers yes. produce, which I was actually really surprised here. I don't, I don't often think about hair problems in bathrooms, like or in sorry in office. Mm -hmm. I think of bathroom problems Mm -hmm. in offices because I hear about those often, both from my colleagues and just from readers. Oh, Um, yes. But I didn't think about the hair problems. And I actually have a question for you that comes up frequently in my line of work, um, partly because I write Ask a Clean Person at Deadspin, which is a sports gossip blog. That gives me a little corner of the world to write about cleaning. And that also means that my audience is now primarily male.
2: Thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Someone's helping them. It
1: changed. Listen, it changed my life when I started writing for men. Oh, yeah. Sure. For the better times a million. Not that I don't love writing for women, which I do, of course. But like really getting in there and writing for men has been so much fun for me. Um, And it's been interesting because in its way, it's forced me to challenge a lot of my own latent gender essentialism, um, in terms of, yeah. And I'm, I'm very, um, aware of not, um, pandering or treating the men differently or giving them different advice from what I would give to a woman. And I think that's a hugely important part of my job. Uh Um, so it's been very interesting. And one of the things that is particularly interesting is what writing about cleaning for men has Showing me about the differences, or more accurately, the similarities between the sexes when it comes to cleaning. Mm. And actually, the good news is that it were way more even than you would think. Women are not cleaner than men. Men no. are not no, men no. are not. Women's filthy. rooms
2: are disgusting. They're so gross.
1: They're, yeah. so gross. They're so gross. So the good the good news is for everyone, especially me, is that everyone is filthy. Mm-hmm. And the reason that that's good for me is because it keeps me in a job, <laughs> and I really like this job. Um, but one question when I when I moved my act over to Deadspin. Um, that started coming up over and over and over again was the old "I just moved in with my girlfriend, and my God, her hair is everywhere." Question. Oh,
2: it's incredible for men, right?
1: It's incredible. Shocking. Except now I'm going to tell you mm. that I'm one of those weird people who did not live with my husband before we were married. Weirdos. I was so weird. Um, and when he, when we got married and he moved in, my God the hair, Corey. Yeah. And it's a different, so, and I've talked to women and I've talked to men about this and it, I think that the, the re, it's all hair but we respond very differently to the, to the hair of a different sex because it mm. means something or it feels something different to uh-huh. us. So, that's a lead-in to me asking you, you work in an office that is, I think more, slightly oh, more, more male yes. than female, right? Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and yet, you're seeing this hair problem. So, it's not really fair of all these men to be like sc- screaming about their girlfriends' hair when in fact they're they're shedding hair all over the place too.
2: Yeah, they're just freaked out because they're seeing long hairs. Right. And there's like this weird thing about long hair where you're like, ooh, I'm always finding this in my mouth or something." You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like some gross like horror movie trope.
1: Which I'll tell you on the opposite end of it. And, you know, I th- I don't know if you I don't know if you have the same this the same reaction to it. You know, you're a man who's married to a man, so maybe this is like something you don't even see at all. But when I see male body hair, oh, I'm about to get re- brace yourself! I'm about to get real, real, real. Go. Uh, when I see male body hair on the bathroom floor, it looks like pubic hair. Oh yeah, and that's why I vacuum twice a day. Now you know yes. because I freak out. I'm like, oh,
2: right. Everything get that comes off of a man my looks floor. like. <laughs> yeah. No, everything comes off of man looks like a man You Creepy pube. Hair. No, it's true. And it's not always that's not always what like, it is. My apartment
1: all. is just perpetually the rim of a Coke oh. can oh, and I'm no. being sexually harassed by <laughs> We're old enough that By we your remember spouse.
2: that. I know that joke is whenever it's a millennial yep. head. Sorry. Um Google I would like to, I would like to put out a disclaimer of the saying that uh Mike Dang is incredibly helpful in cleaning the office. By the way, he's a of huge picture. So, okay, so Mike Dang
1: is the editor in chief of the Billfold. Yes, is that his story he runs title? The Billfold, and he's great, um,
2: which is wonderful. And so and I, and I and we wouldn't be able to get along without his uh office assistance um in any way. Right. So I want to do want to give shouts with the desire. But yes. So we clean the office top down okay. as you do. Yes hello hello
1: because i taught you well
2: uh yes because i, I i've read well. the literature yes. question um you know and we don't do like the thorough the offices do for a thorough clean like taking the windows down all that jazz yeah Ugh, the block. does the
1: building not do any of that stuff so for you no. no no
2: we're in a funny downtown brooklyn building like okay. there's only two things in our building okay. we have like a whole floor
1: so so thing. when you do so first of all how did how did you you're the big boss how did you end you up know. being the maid? I know how cuz I you know, know how. you. You
2: know, this is how these things are. It's, like, it's sort of like a, someone's got to do it.
1: Can you make a chore wheel? This is actually chore I, wheel. No,
2: that would be so mean. Really? Well, I'm also, I don't know, I'm weak at heart. No, I just don't also, listen. It's easy for me to clean. It's sort of pleasurable for me to clean. Okay. I feel it's that. It's doable. And I'm not going to be like, "Your turn to get down on your hands and knees and clean the underside of the toilet." It's not I think you be should do that. So
1: here here's, Can you imagine? here's the, here,
2: It's not summer camp.
1: I feel like it is summer camp, actually. <laughs> it, is little... it is a little summer camp. Um, so here's, here's the reason why I kind of ask about the chore wheel thing, is that mm. I um, obviously read a lot about um, you know how, how women carry most of the burden when it comes to cleaning, both in the home and now sort of a, a new hot topic that's coming up mm. is the notion of office chores. Yes. Um, and that when one person takes it on, and oftentimes it's a woman, you, you obviously are not a woman, um, not yet, but <laughs> there
2: that, no, we're wood. not going
1: there. Um, that that it, they that they take it on for just that reason. Mm-hmm. That it's that it's just easier for me to do it, or you know, yes. it's just faster if I get it done this way. But then you're perpetuating this this inequality of chores. Oh yeah, and you're doing it in a primarily male office space, in which frankly. I feel like those those boys could benefit from getting down on their knees and cleaning the underside of the toilet. So I am going to advocate I'm going to advocate for uh, an all network, chore wheel.
2: I feel like part of the, here's what my part of my rationale and I agree with you strongly in what you're saying. Absolutely. Part of my rationale in a small business where everyone's sort of on equal footing is that we all have our own each have a terrible cross to bear of something. You know what I mean? Like there's okay, that's we fair. all have one awful thing to do. And mine is like coming in on a Sunday like every other weekend or whatever. Okay. And like Hitting the johns. All right, I'll
1: buy that for a dollar. Um, I'll buy that for a dollar. Covered
2: okay. in hair. <laughs> in
1: hair. Covered in <laughs> hair. It is the hair on the toilet. It is the Ugh. grossest thing in the world. But you know what's
2: funny is you work your way down, and I and you're not allowed to come in my office right now because I haven't cleaned the blinds all all winter. And like, okay, you know, and they. Oh, are, you should have me in because like, I'll
1: give you my blind there. cleaning tool. There are these amazing. Oh yeah. Um. They're like fingers. Oh yeah yeah. It, they're like microfiber covered fingers casabella makes them i love Should write
2: this down right now
1: casabella makes this like insane line of microfiber products in general they have a product for virtually every dusting job you could do in life
0: wow and
1: which you know i i I generally tell people like don't you know these single-use products are not worth your time right of course But sometimes it is fun. Mm. Like, if you're doing a lot of blinds, it is fun to have a dedicated blind. We have so many
2: blinds. We have so many windows.
1: So many windows. Well, windows are good. They help people from being depressed.
2: Oh, absolutely. We're in downtown Brooklyn, so we have all these windows everywhere, but it's a city of soot and filth. So, like... It's sort of terrifying. Like, I have to throw buckets of water on the screens. Like, do you know what I mean? When I do yes. the window? It's crazy. Yeah. It, there's black. They're, like, black. with yes. The window. Uh, anyway. So but as we work top down and, and, and inside out, sort of, or top whatever, like, uh, one thing that happens is that we're definitely, like, wiping down the desks of, like, eyelashes and arm hair. Which is interesting. Like, it's not something I would have expected.
1: No, I I wouldn't have expected that either. And I was really surprised when we were preparing for this that you mentioned the office cleaning, but specifically the hair.
2: It's the least, honestly, it's the least gross thing going on, probably. Like, spilled food or rodent droppings, which we don't have anymore. Don't worry.
1: Oh, oh! you've moved out of the Conde Nast building now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's rats in the World Trade Center, ladies and gentlemen. Run, <laughs> run, run. The uh, No, we. I mean, there were definitely mice in our building. We're above a deli. You know what I the, mean? There are
1: mice. That, we live in New York. There of are mice course. everywhere. That's are, the other thing that I tell people about stuff like, you know, bu- a yeah. lot of people come to me with questions about bugs. And they, mm. they feel like they've done something wrong and they're being right. punished. And I'm like, listen, bugs happen. Yes. You could be the cleanest person in the world. I have bugs in my home. I am the cleanest person in the world. Yeah. I mean, literally. um, Almost. No, I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. Um, And I have bugs. And you know why? Because I live in New York. Because I have neighbors. Right. Who are, I mean, it's not like the bug, like, comes up to my front door and is like, oh, Jolie lives here. Better not go in there. You know, they don't. They don't know. They just invite themselves in. No, these
2: mice have a delicious, you know, store of food. By the way, don't get a sandwich at a deli in New York City ever.
1: Or do, because you've been eating it all this time and you're fine. Exactly. It's like when people freak out about dust mites in their mattress and pillow. I'm like, listen, the prince of Denmark has dust mites in his pillow. Like, you've lived this long. Don't, Don't freak out. If I can give anyone any message, hmm. it's basically don't, don't freak out, right? That's like, right. I don't, and like people often think because I'm a clean person that I'm a germaphobe. I'm absolutely not a germaphobe.
2: No, you're soaking in it. I'm totally yeah. like,
1: it's like I'm not a germaphobe, and I don't want to make anyone a germaphobe. So a lot of times when I talk about like, mm. you know, it's the mattress thing freaks people out a lot, and I'm like, don't freak, just before I'm going to tell you some things that are going to be scary, don't freak out.
2: No, listen, your body is swimming in mites right now. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're an animal.
1: Yeah. I mean, we are ma- we are dust. Yeah, What we're... do you think dust yeah. is? Dust is us.
2: You know, when they talk about microbiomes, it sounds so nice and cozy. But when really they're talking about like a significant portion of your body weight is made up of like animals eating themselves, yeah. you just want to vomit. Yeah.
1: It's really nice.
2: It is nice. It's cozy. Like you should just like indulge in it. Yes. Um, the things you're putting in your body and the things that are already there are harrowing. Um, so... Yeah. So this is good stuff to remember as you're like scrubbing down toilets or whatever. Cause you're like, you know what? There's already feces inside me. That's
1: right. That's right. I always tell, (laughs) I always tell people about the toilet, like you've touched poop before. Right. You'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this seems like a great note to end on poop. Corey. Once again, poop. (laughs) Corey Zika, co-proprietor of the all. Thank you so, so very much for being here. My very first guest on Ask a Clean Person, the podcast.